Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Isaac Boss, former Irish uh, scrum half, he's played for the Chiefs as well, and he's going to join us to talk about that performance from the All Blacks taking on the Wallabies. Bossy, good morning to you, brother. How you doing? Morning, mate. How are you? Good, mate, good. Just ripping into a big Monday morning of sport. There's plenty going on, and we're talking a lot about this performance from the All Blacks. Um, had to do it pretty tough for about 50 minutes of that performance, but too good in the end, scoring plenty tries, mate. What did you make of it? Yeah, it was actually good because we put under so much pressure, and uh, they responding well. And then, uh, But, geez, at some stages there, I was thinking, this is going to be really, really tight. But, uh, look, no doubt about it, those two yellow cards made a, made a big difference, but... Man, there's some there was good clinical work when they went down to 14. Some of that was some of the best rugby we've seen for a while, which was which was cool. What about Cam Roygaard, mate? Uh, he's obviously in a position of yours you're so accustomed to. Look, I've come out early and said he's my number two. Get him in there. What'd you find? What'd you make of it, mate? 100. percent I think it's quite clearly number two. It's not you know pushing for number one. I think for him. Been a um, mm. been a debut game. It was really good because obviously come on nice and early, good amount of time, about sixty minutes just before Ford's dominated. Um, so he just had to get in and and do his core work. And if you noticeably, you saw him speed the game up when he come on, and I think that was a big uh, a big contributor to how they uh, those three tries, those next three tries that come along when he just come on because as a nine you go so deep mm. in the game, you, you, you can't be that fresh 60 in or 50 in, you know, so uh, I think he, he really cemented his, his spot there as a as a go-to, so um, you know, mm. good experience, could be better for it, and uh, what better team to, uh, to to get that experience against in a better than the MCG, so uh, no, he, he was brilliant, I expect to see a lot more of him. But Bossy, the last three games, are they a statement from the All Blacks going into the World Cup? I think they definitely are. Um, you know, there's mm. there's been games happening all around but a lot of in the northern hemisphere are just starting like this weekend now as so they've been watching sort of um making a few assessments and things like that they don't actually know where they're at now until the next couple of weeks uh, i know uh scotland uh, italy played in the weekend and i think it's ireland start this weekend so uh i think they've got a bit of a jump start now everyone probably thought you know it's a good time to strike the all blacks might not be as um as ready as they have been in the past and i think the last few weeks they've just uh you know tenfold put the pressure back on other teams to, to step up and, and prepare. There's been a lot of conversation, Bossy, about combinations. Do you get a sense there's still confusion there with some combinations, or do you think that Fozzie is really set on his team, the team that he sees to take us to the World Cup and potentially win it? Yeah, it's interesting, actually, and I thought this might have been an issue myself. Um you know, before these last three games, around combinations and guys not playing together. But, but you know yourself, a sign of a good team is guys can 
pop in and out at different um, yeah. key uh, positions without causing too much disruption. And I, I think that's kind of happening at the moment. So the key is to be able to harness that and make sure that there are interchangeable combinations. Uh, I think they're throwing glimpses of that at the moment. Obviously, with uh, Antelina Brown coming back in, that'll be a key one mm-hmm. to sort of to be able to nudge in. And there's a, there might be a few bolters around as well. You know, you've got a few that aren't there at the minute that um, will definitely um, maybe feature in this World, World Cup squad that um, will add a little bit to the mix around combinations, whether it's like a, um, a flanker like Blackadder or even someone like a Quinn Supplier who's, who's back um, going well for Wycup somehow as well. So um, you never know. What, what about uh, when Will Jordan went to fullback, Bossy? Did you did you see a difference in the running running game and what he brings with his vision? Yeah, I think um, he did have, bring a different aspect, didn't he? And to be honest, he's one of the the players for me that, that's really stood out this um, these last few weeks. He's gone to another level, and every team when you've got a good team, you need that some someone with a bit of an X factor or that does that expert special. And he seems to be providing that a little bit at the moment. Uh, and going to fullback, I think it just uh, puts another string to his bow and a little bit of string to our attack uh, and what we bring in different times of the game. So I don't know if I'd start him there at this stage, but uh, he's definitely one for, for later in the game. But you got maybe he will start there next week because he needs an opportunity to, to show what he can do there, doesn't he? Wingers. Wingers. We've got uh, so many options there. Mark Talia probably put his hand up over the weekend with how he made Marika Korobeti look like an average uh, international winger, just very, very good. But outside of that, we're still trying to look for that left wing. Caleb Clark, you got Lester Fainga Nuku. Who would you start, and how would you go about this situation? I know, it's a tough one, isn't it? Um, (laughs) Mate, they're all doing things well. To be honest, for me, I probably think Clark's um, maybe against it, but I do think he gets the rubber of the green uh, in terms of selection, so he might be a little bit more favoured. Mm. So um, this is where it's down to opinion almost. It's uh, One man's opinion is going to be different than the next, and that's the really hard, but they're all justifiable. Um, yeah, I'd probably at the minute, I teed a week to week. I didn't think probably Talia deserved it, and I did. Earlier on, I did as well. Uh, Caleb Clark's come along again uh, and gone strong. So mm. the new two, yeah, the... Someone's going to be unhappy missing out anyway, and uh, quite rightly so. It's just not room for everyone. You know, we, and this is where that utility tag might come in a wee bit, where guys can mm. swap around and play different positions. You don't really want just a straight specialist left wing almost, you know. Well, you know, that probably happened in your time, didn't it, to, to Izzy? <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, gone are the days of being a traditional just out and out fullback. I had to play wing, and I actually finished my career uh, playing wing for for the All Blacks. But uh, mate, it's been interesting, and I know they're going to make a raft of changes this weekend, particularly giving players opportunities because they're going to name their squad for the World Cup on Monday or Sunday, sometime in the next couple of days. Anyway, mate, uh, it was a good performance, but we're going to cross over and talk about your Irish. Well, quickly, I just want to tack right and talk about Ireland. What, what do you what do you make uh, of Ireland this year? I get asked this question all the time. You know, what do you think with Ireland, France, and and potentially being in the World Cup? They are dead set favourites for a reason. They've been obviously out of this out of this world the last couple of years. But I'm just still a little bit apprehensive in terms of Ireland at a World Cup. Haven't made it past <laughs> the quarters. <laughs> I don't know why, I think, but I think, you might be able to convince me. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I don't know if I can. You step tap to any Irishman, and they'll be the same. They're like, oh, I think I, I think we've done it again. We've peaked too early. Uh, so they're clearly out in front in world rankings, and they're mm. like a whole point and a bit above, which is you know that's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. But 
Johnny Sexton hasn't played since um, the last game of Six Nations, yeah. and he's lucky enough to get a small amount of uh, time for that uh, suspension. But his next game is the first game of the World Cup, so that and he's there's no doubt about it. The Irish mm. game revolves around him, unless they can put somebody in there that's going to be able to pull the strings like he does. I don't think they'll be able to win the World Cup, and I think it's um, uh, him, 38, being injury free, coming straight back in after six months. Um, at least time off of no rugby. Uh, I think he's going to be under pressure to be absolutely performing his best straight away from the go. So um, I, I just think it's going to be. Uh, I don't know if they can. No, they might not get out of the quarters again. This might be a travesty for Irish rugby. Oh. They're going to be the biggest. <laughs> you never know. They've got the hardest draw, one of the hardest pools. Mm. Uh, and I've said before, mm. we went 2007 to France. Uh, we were number two in the world then. And we had Argentina and France who were three and four. One might have been, or might be one, two and four. Or something like that, and we were all in the same pool, and we were the ones that didn't get out of the pool. So they've got Tonga, who won't be an easy game. They've got South Africa, mm. they've got uh, um, uh, Scotland as well. So uh, yeah, it's going to be challenging for them. Yeah. If if Beaver can if Beaver can get a movie out of winning a World Cup for the All Blacks, if Johnny Sexton mate, he'll he'll get a series of movies out of uh, <laughs> out of it. Oh, if he can for Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a very a drama series, you know. He's even made a movie out of one dramatic instance in his life, you know what I mean? I was like, wow, how does that happen? You know, Johnny Sexton's now from play 38. He's got a career of, uh, you know, like dramas every game he plays. is a bit of a drama with a, with a ref or a... You probably had a few dramas. Anyone could have kicked that goal, eh, Bossy? Anyone yeah, could have exactly. kicked that goal, he mate. And he almost bloody missed it. I think that's it. He made it more dramatic. <laughs> hey, Bossy, have you heard any... Have you heard any? Let's better, we better move this one on. We've got enough for that yeah. one. Hey, Bossy, have you heard any um, any news down there? Because the big, the biggest one, obviously, is uh, Shooter Stevenson not getting a crack in the All Black jersey and maybe heading to the Dolphins. That's a talk in the in the league circles. Have you heard anything um, on the grapevine down there? Uh, look, I've heard, heard that rumour, but. Um Oh, look, it's that time of year. He's unfortunate not to get a run, but this is that thing we're talking about with wingers and fullbacks. Mm. There's a tour of them at the moment. So, um, and, uh, yeah, look, probably around that contract time, it might make it more, um, you know, on the market, it might make him a little bit more, um, bring him a little bit more and give him a few more options. But if he, it's hard for a young fellow like him. If he, I wouldn't say league will be his best option. If he's a homeboy, it might be closer to home, but, um, He'll have plenty of opportunities in rugby wherever he wants to go. So it'll be nice if he stays around and he's been very loyal um, at this stage, mm. but it comes to time. Um, so it'll be an interesting time for him anyway. Beautiful, Bossy. We appreciate you coming on the show, mate, and talking about uh, that weekend performance from the All Blacks. 38-7 over the Wallabies. Just quickly, can you see the Wallabies coming back and being competitive at, at all? Any belief? Eddie can talk, but can he walk? Yeah, I actually do. And I think they're going to be in the dark horse for a while. Um, for that 60 minutes when they had, or 50 minutes when they had full full repertoire of players, they were, and they were the young ones, they, they were solid. And uh, they got the easy side of the draw, so they've just got to get through the quarters and then win one or two matches and they're contenders. Yep. Nah, I'm still a little bit wary. <laughs> I, was, I stayed up all night trying to wait for Eddie Jones post-match uh, thing, and uh, I put a little tweet out. Everyone thought I was being rude, but uh, I wasn't at all, Ricardo. I was just being... It was just wary. I was interested in what he's had to say. Oh, I was going to say, any word on how the Australian economy is taking this loss? 
<laughs> I don't know about that, but um, you know, you never know. Eddie, Eddie Jones might be getting two golden handshakes in a year, so his economy will be fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we know our economy, mate. She's expensive out there at the moment. But anyway, we don't have to get into politics. Bossy, appreciate you coming on the show, brother. Thanks very much, and uh, have a good day. Appreciate it. Awesome, boys. Enjoy the morning. There he is. Isaac Boss talking about that. Eddie Jones uh, trying to sink our economy, but... Uh, we're already doing that. <laughs> Sink. Sink. Mate, is, 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 he, is he sinking? Like, I, listen, I, I actually listened uh. to the, the post-match um, from Eddie Jones saying that, you know, everyone mm. uh, has, to, has to pray to whoever they pray to and, and keep, the, keep the faith, um, which the Warriors have already taglined that one, Eddie. Um, so... I don't know. Is he? I, I saw enough from the Aussies on Saturday night too to, to yeah. say, man, if they can get it together. I thought their their um, ten was a bit erratic, but he showed some good touches. Uh, mm. I thought their forward pack was solid in stages. You know, their, their mm. back line looked like they could could move a bit, but I just think you know when you're playing at that level, especially against the All Blacks, you've got to be at your game for eighty minutes. You can't have two yeah. guys in the sin bin. And and especially the kicking game, he what, he kicked two kickoffs that didn't go ten. Um, a couple of those those side kicks that he kicked were off the side of his boot. Like you just can't do that when you're playing international football at that level. Oh, yeah, like hundred percent. And he'll be better for the future. And you heard Eddie's comments talking about it. Like he's the best ten in Australia. You look at Richie Moanga when he made Test level. He didn't probably have the same impact. Wasn't off. Flowing nicely for Richie. He had to go through a, a bit of adversity, and then you come out the other side and, and you get through it. Like it, it builds character within this group, and for the future, yeah, people want them to be successful now. But you go forward and it gives them that a whole lot of confidence, Rick Dog. Yeah, it does. It does. And I mean, I've got. I was going to say though, if you're if you are Dave Rennie, you're sitting back and going, "Wow, these first three games for Eddie Jones <laughs> are doing a lot for my resume." Yeah, look, it's I I I was doing what I said I would never do, but that was when I was playing. Never read the comments when you were a part of the uh, the conversation, so don't go have a look to it. But I looked at a couple of comments in the regards, and everyone was bringing up Dave Rennie. Where's Dave Rennie? He must be laughing straight to the bank because uh, he got thrown under. Look, everyone loves it, and sport is as passionate as always, and people are always going to have their say when things go right and when things go wrong. That's all part and parcel of it, you know, but Eddie's in there at the moment, and he He's under a whole lot of pressure, but you heard Bossy say that there. They have an easy draw, and they have an easy side of the World Cup. They will potentially be there. Don't be surprised if they're there come the end of the World Cup. Potentially semi-final, final, you know, and then, then what do you make of it? Then what do you make of, uh, you know, the Australians and what they've been able to do? Will people start making excuses for them because they've been on the easier side, you know? So... You just got to uh, think about those situations, lads. Off the back fence, coming up with Kempi. It will be interesting to hear where he's going. But just quickly, I just want to read this text. It's funny. Hi, lads. Great game of footy on Saturday. Awesome. Seeing the boys playing well and absorbing pressure from the convicts and doing what they do well, smashing people and scoring tries. I really enjoyed watching Barrett fold that bowl cut and shushing Nigel Thornbury. Also found Rico's <laughs> try incredibly arousing. Andy. <laughs> 
Oh, please go look at our socials. You'll see uh, Scott Barrett. Uh, Scott Barrett, I've never seen before, absolutely shushing Nick White. So stay tuned. It's so good. Off the back fence coming up. You're listening to Izzy and Kempe for breakfast. Thanks to the Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrance.